Welcome to BrainStuff from How Stuff Works. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. Once upon a time, calories bore the brunt of dieters' ire. Would-be Weight Watchers meticulously crunched numbers on nutrition labels, and brands made major bucks shilling snacks made of little more than artificial sweeteners and air. Then, as the world learned more about the potential waistline-expanding and otherwise unhealthy power of processed sugars, many people began paying less attention to their total caloric intake and more attention to the composition of their meals. Focusing on quality over quantity isn't a bad idea, since nutritionists are adamant that not all calories are created equal, meaning your body will process 100 calories worth of kale much differently than it will process 100 calories worth of Nutella, which, sadly, isn't very much Nutella. But breaking down the benefits of what's on your plate requires some basic knowledge of the building blocks of food. So, do you even count macros, bro? Should you ever find yourself down an Instagram fitspo rabbit hole, you may be overwhelmed by the amount of talk about macros. Along with pounding protein powder and nailing deadlifts, fitness enthusiasts often discuss the practice of counting macronutrients to hit their goals. Macronutrients are what constitute the foods you eat, and they can be broken down into the following basic categories, carbohydrates, proteins, including essential amino acids, and fats, including essential fatty acids, though experts often also tack on water and fiber to this list, as your body needs them for healthy organ function and digestion. Different types of macronutrients have different amounts of calories per serving. Fats yield about 9 calories per gram, while proteins and carbs contain about 4 calories per gram each. Dietitians generally recommend divvying up your diet so that you get a variety of macronutrients, since each type provides different payoffs. Carbs, most commonly found in foods like grains, fruits, and vegetables, fuel your brain and body with energy. Proteins, often obtained from meat, dairy, eggs, tofu, and legumes, help repair and build your muscles, skin, and organs, and aid in hormonal production. Fats, found in foods like avocados, olive oil, seeds, nuts, and various animal products, are stored in your body and then used as backup fuel and to protect and insulate your organs and bones, including one that we particularly prize around here, your brain. Everyone's nutritional needs are different, but the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services generally recommends the following daily macro ranges for adults. 45 to 65% of your diet from carbs, 10 to 35% from protein, and 20 to 35% from fat. But micronutrients matter too. Dr. Donald Hensred, head of the Mayo Clinic Healthy Living Program, recently talked about micro and macronutrients in an edition of Mayo Clinic Minute. He said, We need both macronutrients to help with energy, and we need micronutrients to help our body be healthy and digest those macronutrients. The World Health Organization has an even more colorful definition of micronutrients. Quote, called micronutrients because they are needed only in minuscule amounts, these substances are the magic wands that enable the body to produce enzymes, hormones, and other substances essential for proper growth and development. What both of those definitions mean, essentially, is that micronutrients are the vitamins and minerals found in food. And as you can imagine, there are a ton necessary to keep your brain and body in top shape. They typically fall into the following categories. Water-soluble vitamins, like vitamin C and B vitamins, fat-soluble vitamins, like vitamins A, D, E, and K, and essential trace minerals, from chromium to zinc. About 30 vitamins and minerals are considered essential. That means your body can't manufacture enough of them on its own, so you need to get them from food. 
and five micronutrients, vitamin B6, vitamin C, vitamin E, magnesium, and zinc, are important for keeping your immune system boosted, so it's a good idea to ensure your food choices are chock-full of them. But one last thing. Not all micronutrient supplement pills actually deliver a useful amount of vitamins and minerals to your body. As Dr. Howard D. Sesso, associate professor of medicine at Harvard Medical School, told Harvard Health, you should ideally try to meet your vitamin and mineral needs through your diet rather than supplements. And indeed, research shows that while supplements can be a stopgap for a poor diet, it's better to spend your money and effort on eating a balanced diet. It'll probably taste better, too. Today's episode was written by Michelle Konstantinovsky and produced by Tyler Klang. For more on this and lots of other nutritious topics, visit our home planet, howstuffworks.com. Howstuffworks.com.